Welcome to the Lit Marriage Podcast with authors and Christian relationship coaches Cassidy and Daniela Parlane. On this podcast, you will discover how to transform your marriage from autopilot mode to keeping the flame of purpose, passion, and romance lit in the marriage that God designed for you to have. Learn to love intentionally together. Are you ready to keep it lit? Here we go. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Lit Marriage Podcast. We are your hosts, Cassidy. And Daniela. And today, uh, we want to talk to you about this very, very touchy subject talks very much to the couples that are out there listening to us. And it's simply this, don't let your guard down. Mm -hmm. And that's a biggie, right? Because even though it sounds like a wide subject, which it is, um, we're going to get to the nitty gritty of things today about how it is and what you know, to look for in terms of what that even means. So let's break that down today. Let's talk a little bit about what it means to let your guard down in your marriage. And um, and who it's who you're letting the guard down against. Exactly. So our scripture that we're going to be uh, talking from today is from the book of 1 Peter 5, verse 8. And it says, be alert and of sober mind, sorry, and of sober mind, your enemy, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So that's pretty clear, right? We understand right off the bat from the scripture that our enemy... Mm, he's always looking for an opportunity to come and steal, kill, and destroy. Right. So that alone should cause us, according to the scripture, to be on alert. And you might be wondering, well, that's a lot of work mentally, emotionally, spiritually to be constantly on alert. But would you know the enemy is working overtime right now as we speak? Um, And he hates marriages. Absolutely. And he especially hates marriage because it's a reflection of the Godhead, the image of God. Um, And that's exactly what marriage is on earth. It's really a reflection of him. And he represents unity in the triunity. So he just wants to divide the family unit. He wants to divide the marriage because, of course, then he can disgrace what God stands for. Absolutely. So again... Be alert and of sober mind, your enemy, the devil, Mm -hmm. prowls around looking. He's like a roaring lion looking for someone or some other marriage that he can devour. It is not going to be your marriage today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we declare that over your life. You know, the enemy uses all sorts of devices and... He goes after character traits or our weaknesses. Right. And he uses that uh, to cause division 
in the marriage. His device is division. There you go. That's the number one. There you go. Thing. He uses the devices um, that we're going to be outlaying or laying out. Sorry, some of those devices that uh, he uses. But I want to talk about my one of the weaknesses that I have. <laughs> and what's that, darling? Uh, honey, honey, honey. Um, you know, in this show, we like to be transparent. We like to be... Yes. Uh, Lay it out there. Yeah. We want to just put it out be there. Be real. Because without transparency, like, nobody can truly relate to you. Right? That's right. And so, one of my weaknesses, I want to talk about that. And I'm very particular. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, some may... Yeah. Some may call that word picky. Okay, I'm a little picky. Um, yeah, a, I little, like, a little overboard. Yes. Yeah, I like things to be <laughs> in a certain way, and if it's sort of if, if things deviate, um, I get a little irritated. And you know this by now. Oh yes, <laughs> I know it. But you know, <laughs> I've 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 had to keep that in check. But the enemy can use that one thing that he knows that I have a weakness in and he could use that as a device right. which he's tried to do in our marriage mm. um, but you, for me because I know right. that this is a weak point of mine I've not fed the enemy's uh, bait, bait. Taken I, the bait. I, I haven't taken the bait or fed his his hunger for division if you understand what i'm saying right and that comes with a level of maturity not saying that i'm more mature than anyone else out there but what i am saying is without the mercy and the grace of god some of the weaknesses that you and i have we cannot defeat the enemy without the help and the power of god and his word being submitted to the word of god exactly. so that's my weakness and a scenario comes to mind <laughs> You know, we don't argue a lot. We don't argue a lot. I mean, in our all these years of marriage, like I we can literally count the amount of arguments that we've had because mm -hmm. they're few. They're very few. And thank God for that. Mm -hmm. Um because we understood early in the marriage that we are not each other's enemy. Exactly. Right. But a scenario comes to mind when I talk about my pickiness. Um, we were recently in the drive-thru and you wanted... Water. <laughs> you wanted water at the last minute as uh -huh. we were in the drive-thru. And you can imagine, if you're listening, you understand that there are other folks behind that you're being considerate uh, of. And there's the cashier that you're trying to like... So for me, that's sort of my thought process that we had to sort of work through when we actually had the conversation about why we didn't stop and bug the cashier for yeah. water, right? So I was a little irritated by that because for me, my thought process um, in this whole drive-through scenario is that we get in, we get out because that's a drive-through, right? Right. But for you, I obviously overlooked your... Yeah, and it felt insensitive to right. me because, of course, coming from my perspective, right. one of my weaknesses is that I am, I think I'm a little sensitive 
And so, did you say a little? Yeah, a little. (laughs) A little. Pretty sensitive person. (laughs) So you know, when I'm I'm looking for some, I'm kind of. I was a little taken aback from that. It was a little bit hurtful. And of course, when you're sensitive, you kind of overindulge the idea of, yeah, oh, well, overanalyze, overanalyze right. a little bit. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, you're thinking about the drive through crew over your own wife who's thirsting <laughs> and suffering. It's not funny. You know? It's really but not. Yeah. It's not funny. I mean, like, again, not justifying my behavior. Right. But I did buy you a drink, but it wasn't water. He did. He did. But it wasn't something that would really immediately quench right. my thirst. Right. So, yeah, something as small as that. Right. I mean, we kind of came home and had a little discussion about it, talking about some other things. And then um, I felt that I needed to kind of bring this up and mention, you know, how much I felt hurt by it. Right. And, you know... That conversation, for just for a moment there, it felt as if it wasn't going very far. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening, you probably understand when you have a discussion with your spouse that sometimes it's just a little thing that the enemy can use. Yeah, it's like the straw that broke the camel's back. Right. Um, which is why it's important to have conversation, which is yeah, why it's regularly. important to never stop communicating and mm. learn effective communication in marriage. Right. Um, because I'm just telling you right now, especially for the men out there, I don't know about you, but for me, if I'm having a conversation and I feel like it's not being fruitful, I want to end it. Mm-hmm. I want to get out of it. And that's not like the right attitude to have in a conversation. But I just felt the Holy Spirit says, stop and listen. Stop and actually have the conversation. Mm -hmm. And so we did eventually have the conversation and sort of ended. And we came to a resolution as to how we would have how we would handle the situation if this were to come up again or any other situation for that matter. Right. So that was we ended off fruitful. Yes. It was fruitful. We came to a resolution. And that's, I think that's the key is trying to find a proactive way to deal with. You're not just bringing it up for the f- sake of, you know. You're sensitive and I'm picking. <laughs> uh, you hurt me and I just want you to know that you hurt me. It's, it's more than that. It's taking right. it to the next level of, okay, let me understand where you are coming from. Right. Why you, you reacted the way you reacted. And now look at my side and how can we make this better in the future? So it's really coming full circle. Like we're we're trying to find solutions so that we can actually get better. Right. We can be better people. Yeah, absolutely. So Um, that's really the difference, I think, that that makes it fruitful. Absolutely. At the end of the day. And and you know, like I told you in the conversation, I I heard the voice screaming at me, just end this conversation. It's not <laughs> going anywhere. And I'm like, no, I, I'm not gonna listen to you. Because this is what happens in the marriage. Like you have to be so disciplined mm. to wanting to get to a resolution, respectful resolution. Right. Um and so We've had to learn that over the years, right? We're, totally. we're, st- we're still learning. We're still not perfect. But, you know, 
There are couples out there who are listening right now, and maybe you struggle with having conversations that are respectful, conversations that are fruitful, and maybe you've you've not been having very fruitful conversations lately in your marriage. So perhaps there's something there that you can take away from that particular scenario. Um, one of the things that we've uh, realized is that a marriage is like driving a car. If you're distracted, if you're having distracted driving, you're bound to crash. You're bound mm-hmm. to have an accident. And That's right. what I mean by distraction is you're driving throughout your marriage. You're having this conversation and a distraction could be you you take your eyes off of the situation. You become insensitive. You become, you know, mm. uh, selfish. Me, 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 me. Reactive. That's that's reactive. Yes. That is taking your eyes off the road. And would you know that you're actually causing the enemy, which we just spoke about, where it says here, be alert, mm. be alert, because your enemy, the devil, he's prowling. Okay? So don't be driving in your marriage distracted mm-hmm. that's that's if you haven't taken away anything from this this uh, conversation that's a, a key point that we want to leave with you today so let's talk about how um can we uh what can we how can we guard ourselves how can we guard our marriage so that we don't let this the guard of our marriage down so um there's what we call spiritual uh, distraction. We just talked about that. Let's talk about what these spiritual distractions look like. Okay. Um, just not being in devotion with the Lord. You're not mm-hmm. being in devotion with God. I think that's primarily. Oh, geez. Yeah. Primarily the issue right there. So a lack of devotion um, causes you to be flustered. You're not having a, uh, you're not in right sort of frame of thought right frame of mind and just about anything will like set you off right um we talked about lack of prayer uh and not discerning the enemy that's That's, a huge one that is huge that is one of his biggest devices is you know the big lie that he's not really there right right So, so if he's not there then you don't obviously don't see him as a threat and what happens if you're not aware of a burglar when he's breaking in, right? He's going to get in because there's no alarm system. And he could literally take you out in the process. Exactly. And this is what we're talking about, being alert and not allowing the enemy to come in and literally devour what God has joined together. And this is a huge deal in marriages today. Yeah. And speaking of distraction, busyness. Yes. Busyness is huge. We can really fool ourselves into thinking, oh, we're being productive by keeping ourselves busy, doing, you know, this and that and the other. So many things that we engage in, but we're not maintaining a balance. We're not prioritizing um, our time. So we get so stuck in the busyness that that takes us, that pulls us away spiritually from God and even from our priorities. And do even we, how we do treat we each other. Do we busyness with priority sometimes, do you think? I think we can. I think we can get our priorities, you know. Confused. Confused because of our busyness. Because of the amount of things we try to cram in our schedules. Right. And we think and, we're being productive. Right. 
or we think we're making an impact in our marriage when because of our busyness. Sometimes less is more. I agree. I in agree. fact, probably most times less is more because <laughs> you're, it, it, it's able to, you know, you're able to focus better right. on what you're actually doing. So you're, you're maximizing your skills or whatever you're focused on. But when you're taking on too much, right? it's like you've heard of a saying, jack of all trades master and master of none. Of none. It kind of becomes that way in your life. You start right. to do all these things. Your focus is so divided that you're not really giving anything 100% because wow. you're trying to juggle all these different things. And that can easily distract you from God because Ooh. now you're so busy, you don't even have time for him. And you don't even see that coming. It happens so gradually. So it's such a subtle thing. And you can convince yourself that you're doing good things. And you, they could genuinely be good things. Right. But when they're out of balance, they're no longer productive. Wow. Really. And that takes that causes your alertness to be out the window out the window because again you are distracted distracted driving right and the enemy comes in and he he just devours and you're vulnerable right and on that note um allowing your emotions to rule how's that for being vulnerable like when you allow your emotions to rule your spirit so your spirit man comes first and that is that's what we need that's what we need to feed all the time right more than even our emotional man which is our soul but when you know what especially when we get caught up in the busyness it's very easy to you're no longer feeding your spirit man the way you should be doing right and then now your emotional man is becomes first and that is something that the enemy really uses against us. And I can attest to that because, again, like I said, I tend to be a more um, sensitive individual. So, right. of course, sensitive people have strong emotions, right. right? So I can get very emotional quickly and deeply if I'm not really careful. I have to wow. really keep my emotions in check. Or I could, I mean, the spirit of offense yeah. can just take over in me if I'm not careful. Wow. Right? And that was kind of happening happening in our conversation because I was feeling like you really didn't care about me. You didn't want to get me my water. And it's like, and you know don't that, you love me? You know, that's, you know? Not, that's and obviously not the case. I right? could have gotten carried away and right. listened to the voice of the enemy that wanted to right. say, he really doesn't care. He's just being right. selfish. He doesn't, you know. So, I mean. I want to say publicly, I do care about <laughs> you. And I do care about your feelings. And so it's it's important that we we even not just demonstrate that, but say that as often as we can. Yeah. Um, as, Make it known. Yeah, to each other. That, absolutely. I want to say that to you publicly because I truly do care about you, and I truly do. Apology um, accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> let's on that note. Let's talk about some solutions, right? So, yeah, it's. Just keeping your spiritual eyes open is so important. It's one of the ways to stay alert. Because how else can you stay alert, right? You have a uh, a, a video camera or security camera, rather, mm-hmm. at your home. This thing never sleeps. Yeah, it's motion. In fact, yeah, some of some of our motion detectable or detect they detect motions. Right. <laughs> um, but some of them, they are constant. 
right? And they catch everything that is happening. And so this is how we ought to be spiritually so that we don't allow the enemy to come in, right? We have right, And to discernment have... is one of those uh, spiritual attributes that comes along with and we being, need, staying connected with God. We need that to, in these days more than any other time in history because things are at an accelerated pace in the mm. spirit realm. Things are happening now uh, more than ever. The enemy is literally working overtime right now. And so we have to be even that much more alert in regular prayer and fasting and just being in devotion with the Lord, right? Um one of the things that we want to encourage our listeners to do is to be each other's blind spot. So mm. just as how, That's you know, huge. if you're if you have an issue that you see in your spouse, it is so important that you don't stew on it. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that we've done is that we don't stew on issues. Don't you're, let it sit for so no. long. Just have a conversation us like nip it in the bud basically talk about it and of course it's important how you say something not just that you say it right it's how you're saying it how you're presenting it um like that's one thing i really appreciate about you as you take the time to you know to say something i try to be to make sure yes i try to be very thoughtful thoughtful and and how i just don't before you speak you really put a lot of thought into it so to consider my feelings because you understand that you know i'm when we first met that was so annoying (laughs) that was a peak (laughs) i will admit that that was a peak but again i've got i've gotten into your mind as much as you notice when i'm I'm speaking i i do a lot of breathing (laughs) yes he does a lot of breathing uh i say thinking it's yes but i've adapted to (laughs) to your way of doing things and i've developed an appreciation for that because i know i know that when you're taking your time you're actually doing it because you're taking care of my emotions i, I don't want to thoughtful of, i don't want to not hurt me emotions i don't want to you know that's so yeah like you're bring address things immediately but right. also at the same time be thoughtful in how you're presenting your thought right be empathetic yeah. in how you're you're bringing it up and you really can't go wrong yeah. if you're just you both this is where you actually put your guard down oh, you absolutely. put your guard up against satan right but you always put your guard down with, with your, your spouse. spouse i think that's key that is key absolutely put your guards down put your defenses down and just listen to each other's heart while being each other's blind spot you also have to keep it's a way of keeping each other accountable exactly right um accountability is good first being accountable so to important. god and then being accountable to, to each other each other mm-hmm. um but yeah iron sharpens iron absolutely. that's basically it like just keeping it like honey i'm seeing this and what? i want you're presenting it in a way where you're you know how would you treat how would you want to be treated exactly. right i want to know if i'm doing something that's dangerous for myself absolutely so you're you're presenting it in a not in a critical way right. but in a constructive way exactly makes exactly. all the difference because when you're when you're at your best i'm at my best exactly so you, it's really about seeing each other as one unit right right absolutely as a I, team i totally agree as a team let's go back to the emotions we talk about being empath- empathetic and just showing empathy towards your spouse but in 
showing empathy, we it, it's a way of keeping our emotions in check. It is, because when you're empathetic, you are pausing. You're not just thinking about what's going on in my own or the first word that comes to my head (laughs) you're getting you're you're basically getting yourself out of your own emotions right and doing your best to get into the other person's emotions right and being like okay what is he feeling let me see what what's his perspective you're getting into his head you're getting into his emotions right his thoughts and then you're doing the same for me so yeah i i think that's a like that's so important to do that to get yourself you know out of your emotions i yeah, guess that's keep the it, best keep way keep your emotions in check in check right um the other point that we want to talk about is don't be over confident spiritually mm. overconfident and wearing the armor of god like it says at in all times at, at all, all times. times do you know there are yeah don't get cocky yeah with your spirit life yeah we've seen it where oh we just think we're we're there invincible where i'm invincible god has me i'm good but that requires there's a responsibility that we have there's a humility actually and a humility absolutely so there's a humility i mean spiritually confident it's good to be confident in the spirit, but but confidence can become cockiness. There's absolutely. a fine line there. But and and <laughs> that can open a door. We'll talk about that coming up. That can mm. open a door to the enemy, because that could even turn out to some degree to be pride. So we have to be yes. very careful that yes. we're not spiritually confident or overly confident in having our guard on our spiritual armor on against the real enemy which is the the uh, the devil which we know right um don't give the devil uh legal access to your life so we were just talking about this guard that we're putting up and how when we're spiritually confident how we can open the door of pride right you're giving the enemy legal access to that's right with pride it's a, it's a door and even just disobedience in general Yes. Disobedience to to anything that goes against God. Anything that goes against God is disobedience. And if you if you participate in any form of disobedience, you have just opened the door. Absolutely. To Satan and he can come in legally. He has legal access. Legally, as Trump would say. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, this 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 is so so important. What area in your life right now is God speaking to you about? What is God saying to you right now that you're not listening to or you have not acted upon? There's a saying that says delayed obedience is disobedience is disobedience. Mm -hmm. Perhaps God is saying something to you in your life right now about an area in which you need to act upon to make your marriage better, but you have Mm -hmm. not acted on that area. It could even be something as simple as unforgiveness. There you go. That's being harbored in in your heart. And I mean, that's disobedience because the word of God tells us that if you don't forgive then he can't forgive you and basically your prayers are hindered because of that and now you're you've just opened a legal door for satan to come in well second corinthians chapter 2 11 says you know 
lest Satan should uh, get an advantage of us, right? For we are not ignorant of his, of devices. his devices. And the funny thing is the context about that scripture is about forgiveness. Is right before that Paul was talking about forgiving offenses. Right. Right? And this is this is because that's what Satan uses. Right. That's his device is divisiveness. Yeah. Right? Unforgiveness is his greatest of, weapon. Oh, he can come in and and, and Chop up one of marriage. the things that we have to be careful of, so we talked about overly being overly confident, right? Um, like it's it's not the big things. Oh, it sometimes can be those we're, little we're, things. Yeah, petty can, things. We know, as this, you called right? that earlier today. Yeah, petty, like, petty. We've seen it. We're petty things that if we don't learn to even get over certain things and God is speaking to you in your marriage right now about getting over certain things, they're little things and just dealing with them, the enemy can use that little thing mm. as an entry point. That's right. He just needs a tiny little crack. You got to make sure the cracks of the walls of your marriage are completely Fortified. Fortified. Yes. I completely agree. covered and cocked and, you know, I cemented. I Otherwise, agree. he will find a, he just needs a little peephole. I agree. Um, you know, this, this is things that we've discovered in our marriage, ways of how to, to safeguard our marriage. Mm -hmm. um, and these are just very simple things little nuggets that make a big difference i believe they would and we, we're so delighted that you've decided to tune in to listen to uh this podcast perhaps this uh there's a chord that was struck today in the conversation feel free to send us an email uh just inbox us whatnot on social media reach out to us feel free to share this podcast with someone who you believe mm -hmm. would uh, benefit. benefit from hearing this very vulnerable and just raw conversation mm -hmm. about you know what it means to keeping your guard up and not letting that down and um yeah if you know someone who would benefit from that please go ahead feel free to share it um god bless you and your home and your family your marriage um be be very watchful and, and don't allow the enemy to come in and devour what God has uh, joined together. Again, we thank you for tuning in. We are your hosts, Cassidy and Daniela. Until next time, keep it lit.